Welcome back to a new episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. I'm Harrison Sanford. And later on in this episode, we will be joined by the man who got his jersey retired by the Memphis Grizzlies, Zach Randolph. will be giving us his all Zebo <laughs> team, his all grit and grind team. Take us back to his days in Portland and uh, take us back to some McDonald's All-American stories as well. He went through a, a bunch with us. You're going to enjoy it. And uh, if you are a Memphis Grizzlies fan, or if you're just a fan of basketball, I think you'll also enjoy the news that Danny Green has for us. Danny, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Yourself? Just enjoying, you know, the road a little bit. Not enjoying as much as I would like to since we started off uh, 0-3 so far, and teams have come out shooting historic numbers against us. Yeah, 12-3 from the Sacramento Kings Monday night. Golly. Got to weather the storm, man. You got to roll with the punches. They came out 10 for 10. I said, I think that might be historic percentages. They definitely tied, I think, for the most threes in a quarter. They had 12. They were 12 for 13. And I said, I think those that percentage has got to be historically uh, number one. If I'm, if I, if I'm if I haven't it was crazy. it yet. But it was an unbelievable night. But not no... Phoenix too. We came out against Phoenix. They, they were hitting Chris Ball hitting threes. Um, obviously they're capable. I'm not saying other guys aren't capable of shooting threes. Um, Mikael Bridges came out hot. Uh, Tory Craig came out hot. You know they they were you, you know can do. we got a target on our chest, man. And this is what we this is what comes with it. This is what we wanted. We got to be able to embrace it and be able to. You know we had a close game in LA. We uh, obviously came down to the wire, missing free ah, throws, missed about fifteen free throws. <laughs> You know, smoke that one. Uh, I did. I do think Dez was fouled in the last play. They announced after the game that Desmond's play was not a foul, but they also announced that Russell Westbrook violated the free throw violation on BC's missed free throw on his last attempt, mm. which does nothing for us. It helps us none at all. But, you know, we got to make free throws. We missed 15 free throws that game. Uh, we didn't play our normal brand of basketball, getting up and down and getting in transition. They did. Uh, but we got to find a way to fight and bounce back. So weather the storm. So, um the locker room is a little gloomy right now, but, you know, we're staying in positive. You know, we have tough mental mental characters on our team. We have, you know, guys have some mental toughness. Um, so we're going to find a way. We have some injuries. Of course, everybody does, but we got to find a way to win. Yeah. I, I well, 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 first off, uh, no, nah, I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, okay. I, 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 I will say this, though. You did not pop up in the box score Friday night at Crypto.com Arena. But I was hoping for at least one box out. You know what I'm saying? You're one stiff in the, in the arm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got there's Listen, people man. in the stands acting differently. I thought, for you know, sure. you're not dressed up. You're not going to get kicked out the game. You never know, man. I'm not acting crazy in that building. For one, two, when the horn hits, man, I'm on my way to the locker room. So I didn't even know that this happened until I got. You didn't so see it? No, I was already in the locker room at that point. Because they, they were coming up the locker room slow and I, as soon as I see the horn go off, I'm walking back with the coaches. We're talking about what the adjustments we need to make, what needs to happen, and figure out, you know, how do we get these guys, you know, the approach differently, whatever it may needs to happen to make adjustments. I didn't know what happened. I'm using the bathroom. I come out and David Roddy goes, you, you see what the, like it's just out of, out of control. It's unnecessary. You see Shannon Sharp. I remember what happened? He said there was a fight. Everybody was over there. I'm like, what? I missed this. And I watched it on TV just like you, or social media, just like you know, on my social media feed. Um, obviously Shannon Sharp addressed or issued an apology, which we do appreciate. Um, uh, but you know, you got let the emotions get the best of him. He's a fan, you know, he's out there as a fan having fun. We gotta understand that. Got fans are fans, and you know, we gotta be able to play basketball, ignore them. Um, but you know, that it brings a little entertainment to the game and you know, added a little, you know, fun extra to people watching. But I was not there for that. And you know, if I was there, I would have definitely given a box out or two. Thank nobody's you. Mo- nobody's moving Steven Adams, so I'm boxing somebody else out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not <laughs> trying to box Steve out. You know, yeah. I got a nice got a nice outfit on. I don't need to be tossed around like that, looking crazy, <laughs> like a rag doll in front of a bunch of people. You don't need that. Our security guard's trying to hold him back. He's, you know, flinging yeah. him left and right. You know, the funny thing was, Steven walked up so calm. Yeah. Like it's just like that's that's I I need I need to aspire to be that strong to where I could walk <laughs> up to a Hall of Fame tight end and Shannon Sharp is like, hey, bro. <laughs> he just he was just so relaxed in that moment. Like how how could you like I, I don't obviously I don't think anything was gonna happen, but mm-hmm. to be that relaxed, that at peace was truly like, dang, he must really 
bench press the world. Like, what's going on with this guy? They're both big guys, but Steven's a really big guy, and he's comfortable, but, and he knows his advantages. <laughs> he knows how strong he is, and I don't think there's many people that, you know, fear him, no matter how strong they are, because he's pretty strong himself. And not only is he strong, but he's higher up. He's taller. So in order to reach him, you have to have a little bit longer arms. You have to, you know, do a little extra to get to him. So he's not worried about anybody, nor, you know, phased or concerned or feared. So he can calmly walk <laughs> up to anybody and yeah. feel, feel okay. Oh, just like a real, is a real intimidating just by his silence alone. It's uh, it's, it's quite something else. All right. Uh, but you know, I guess you won't be able to play a security guard potentially anymore because now you'll actually be an active player. Uh, mm. Returning on I'll February first, February first, man, Portland game. That'll be the first one. It's a week away from today. That'll put me at exactly eight months from surgery, where the tendon will feel pretty good. We've gotten a lot of five on fives in. Having a lot of fun doing it and, and actually just more excited about it. You know, obviously rehab sucks. The, pro- the process is a pain in the ass. Um, but I think there is some joys and excitement to seeing yourself be able to come back to normal, feel normal, to be able to run again, to be able to walk, to jump, to be able to slide, to be able to shoot, uh, to be able to dunk the ball. And it's like, man, you know, this is it's like, you know, kind of going back to you know high school or as a kid learning, you can touch the backboard. It's like, oh, I could dunk the ball again. You know, you just, going back to the young youthful days and when you're able to do something for the first time again. Um, so yeah, it's been exciting, obviously pain and ass and been rough and a lot of work put into it. Uh, but now that we're close and being able to play five on five, I've been playing quite a few of them. Um, you know, I'm starting to feel more comfortable and confident and, and the lights very near. So I'm, um, you know, I can't wait to get off the sideline and then get in a uniform. It's been a while since I put on a jersey. Yeah. What, what is the five on five, if, okay, now you've I've obviously known you for a while, and I mm-hmm. think I've been you're okay if I uh, critique your game from negative sure. and positive. Um, sure. If I if I'm in the stands watching you play on five five on five, what what am I personally pleased with? I think you'd be surprised at the the, the movements of how well it's you know I don't think there's any difference from before to now. Uh, I think you're pleased with, uh, I guess, the patience that I have with the game, the reads, um, shooting it decently well, some games, not every day. Uh, the conditioning has gotten better. Um, I think you said 5 on 5 is different than how I'm going to play with the group that I, the team. Mm. I think you'd be surprised and more pleased with my aggression of actually dribbling the ball and attacking the basket. <laughs> oh. Uh, which is something that I probably won't be doing as much when I'm playing because, you know, it's uh-huh, my 5 yes. on 5 group. They have me with the ball running all the plays through me, the offense. And I'm having to do more, show more that I can show that I can do certain movements, um, so, which essentially is not predicated to my game or the game that I'll be playing when I'm out there. Mm. But it shows that I'm capable of doing these things and the knee is safe enough. I'm not scared. to. I'm not thinking about it. I'm comfortable being able to make moves and offensively and defensively, you know, try different things. So basically you're saying that you're doing a lot more in the 515 than you probably will be doing in the actual game itself. Essentially, yes. I think that's how mm. most people prepare to get in shape, to get in conditioning. Um, the game is way harder than it is practice usually. That's how it was back in the day. You want to do more so that you're prepared for the game, you know, t- times two, you know, in case you need to go into overtime. But you want to be in better shape than if the minutes you'll be playing. So I'll probably play tw- probably playing in my playgroups. 24 to 28 minutes, which I probably won't play my first couple games, mind you. And that's because they don't really need me. We have a really good team, but because the team and the coaching staff are going to have, like, I'm sure they're going to have some type of restriction. Uh, unless I'm really hot, then they'll keep me out there. Um, but, yeah, usually you you do more, just like with the knee, the, the muscles. You want to be able to have a, a strength that is not only safe, but even stronger than the safe spot. So that's, you know, even more. You have backup and say, all right, it's comfortable. It's in a really good spot. He's producing enough force. It's strong enough. It's the muscles around it are strong enough. It's flexible enough. It can take this, this, and that. And this is more than what he'll actually be doing. So, you know, there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to come back to play and, and be fine. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I, I can't, I can't, I can't front. I, I have envisioned what that first bucket might look like. Or maybe one of the first buckets might look like all I'm hoping for is you bring back my favorite celebration of yours. 
Which one is you know that? Which one, you know which one that is? I don't. It's the peekaboo celebration. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I have. <laughs> I haven't shown That's it the to one. the guys yet. I haven't shown it to the guys yet. But um, eventually, get them yeah, familiar. I, I also said I envisioned my first basket, and I was like, you know, it probably will be a three. But knowing me, it's probably something random. Like my first basket in the league was an offensive putback layup, left hand layup. I feel like it might really? be something random like that. Yeah, my my first basket might be like a random offensive rebound put back layup or who knows what it might be it might be a cut that cut to the basket or a transition basket um but yeah and I, I think most people envision it'll be a three but who knows how it's gonna go you never know how that first basket's yeah. gonna go i'll be I, I the threes i expect to happen but i will tell you this though um if once i see uh get back in transition block or steal or oh, yeah, the guard gets a or guard gets around you, you poke it out from the back, outlet back up to you. That's when I'm like, yeah, Danny's backpack. Because uh, those are the I might get one of those. The, the flexion plays are the ones. Yeah. yeah, but even the but even on the but even on the transition, like if you strip down somebody when you're if you're this is two on one, you're the only one back mm-hmm. there, and you strip down, you you break up the transition uh, possession, which is you know something that you've been really good For at sure. your entire career. Then I'm like, For yeah, sure. Danny's backpack. So looking forward to For seeing sure. it, my friend. Same, Looking same. Forward so to the, that. the transition blocks may take a little bit of time, but the other stuff I think is there. So we'll we'll see. But hopefully that first basket happens in the first game back. But you you know you never know. But um, you know, able to get out there, you know, settle in. And once that basket goes in, I think it'll be easier to settle in, um, and not think too much. So just play basketball. You know, let it come to me. But I think it's easier with with the group that I have. Um, you know, this this team, this organization, they play the right way. You get open looks. So you do is take your time and just you know shoot the ball, and, and when you're open. Yeah, I, 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 uh, how would I say this? I'm not, I'm not one to, uh, do public, uh, how would I say this? Compliments like that, but I would say, <laughs> damn impressive, Danny. Damn impressive. Appreciate your perseverance, you, your, your perseverance, damn impressive. I appreciate you. Well, We'll see how impressive it is when we actually play the game. So that we'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we so get got a ways to go, then, but you finally got yeah. there, though. Because if yeah. I go out there and you're like, uh, you're back, but you're not really back. So I don't know how impressive yeah. you are. But, but I mean, I guess the process of being able to get back is that there's a lot of people and a lot of things that had to fall into place for this to happen. So when I get a chance to thank all the people that have helped me come this way, I'll my surgeon, Dr. Elitrash, and then uh, Mike Roncarati, Sean Johnson from Myers Institute, but there's so many people along the way that have helped me get to this point. So it's been it's been a pain in the ass, but it's been nothing but love and the right the right people in the right positions to get to meet for me to achieve the goal of what it was that I wanted to be and be playing by. And they all knew that. They all set out to help me get there, and we're we're there. You know, we're we're playing right where I, I wanted to be playing at. So. Uh, I have to be, yeah. give a big shout out to all those people and a big thank you to all those people, especially the Grizzlies organization and believing in me. Yeah, no, I think I, I, one, I think you, obviously every athlete is different, right? So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think any athlete should just start rushing out to, okay, sure. if I have this dramatic torn ACL, I'm going to try and be back in eight months. Like Danny aimed mm-hmm. to be like, I don't think every, again, everybody's body. No, is it's different. not realistic. Everybody's body is very different. Um, exactly. But I've been lucky. So I've been blessed. I've been very fortunate to have a pretty good surgeon, a good body that helped uh, that healed really well and quickly and the right people around me to help me get to get there. So a lot of yeah. things had to fall into place for this to happen this way. And it's, it's not it's not going to happen for everybody. I've just been very lucky. So yeah. truly blessed and very appreciative of everyone around me that's helped me get here. Yeah. And I, and I would say if I was, you know, I'm not campaigning for you at all, but I would say if I was the Grizzlies front office, uh, that's a damn good example to set for my young team. Look how this vet came in and attacked recovery to an injury, which is unfortunately going to happen. Mm-hmm. It happens almost to every athlete. Not that, not 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 necessarily that injury, but like mm-hmm. you said, a good. I, I would one would say, I if I'm not if I'm the Grizzlies front office, I'm going to say, well, he set a good example for our guys who are going to be with us for a while to to how to attack um, injury recovery and things of that nature. So again. Well, now- now we got to perform, bro. You know. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Persevere and persevere and perform. It's you know, got to do both. But yeah, no. Uh, Happy to see it. Excited to be in Memphis next week. I'll be there, Um, and uh, we'll have some fun, and uh, we'll move from there. We well, I've been watching a lot more games now, Danny. So, um, 
Just tell Taylor Jenkins to save me a couple plays in the playbook. I got some things I've been drawing up. I got some X's and O's. Say less, brother. Say less. <laughs> want, if, they're, if they're for me, then yeah, easy, easy. If they're for somebody else, then I'm not telling them specifically. <laughs> We're not making room for your playbook. Here. <laughs> Oh, hey, maybe maybe Zach Randolph has some plays that he wants to put in the Grizzlies playbook. Uh, when we come back, we'll hear from the former Grizzly right here on Inside the Green Room. Back like it's the first of the month and the rent is due inside the green room. Danny Green, Harrison Sanford. And we are welcoming two-time All-Star. His number's retired by the Memphis Grizzlies. One, Zach Randolph. Now, Zach, before Danny breaks some news for you uh, into the basketball world, I wanted to know how did I do? Because usually I usually say back like we left our car keys. And Danny called me out last week. He said, I need a new punchline. So <laughs> this week was back like it's the first of the month and the rent is due. Welcome back into Inside the Green Room. <laughs> Does that fly? Does that, is that smooth? I like it. I like it. Smooth. Yeah, I, like I appreciate it. you trying, man. Actually, Karen, our fans appreciate it too. Instead of using the same bum ass line <laughs> every time you come on here. You know, we appreciate the effort. So it's from Switch it up, Yeah. But yeah, Zebo, we appreciate you, man. It's big yeah, love always. You've um, always been a fan of you since we've been playing against you. We had a hell of a, a lot of playoff series together. I know I haven't been on the court much this year. Um, but that will change soon, man. Um, I'm actually going to be back next week. So we come back to Memphis February 1st. It will be my first uh, return to play day uh, against Portland. Um Unfortunately, I won't be able to play tomorrow against Golden State. Um, it would have been a fun one. I could have, but you know, we figured we'd be safe and give it an extra week. Uh, but it'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, we get a chance to play them a couple more times after this game tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to being able to be a part of that since they're going small and I could hopefully possibly help with that type of game. You know, but um, yeah, man. So I'll be returning to play. I'll be no more on the sidelines for you, boy. I'll be in the game now. No, when I see you back in Memphis. Well, welcome back, man. Can't wait till you get back out there. You be looking good on the bench, though. You been looking good. You been sharp. I come to the game. I be watching. You. I say, yeah, he's, he's looking good, bro. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. Zebo, there's uh there was a quote here from Draymond Green, basically saying that uh, the Grizzlies Warriors thing is not really a rivalry yet, even though it's you know highly contested. I do wonder. And I'm now I'm like, man, I kind of wish we could have Zach Randolph in this type of beef, quote unquote, this type of <laughs> matchup. Let me ask you a question. You were in Chase Center Wednesday night. Grizzlies Warriors. You're on the Grizzlies. What's the stat line, bro? Hey, What's the I'm stat line to, end of the day? I'm trying to get the I'm trying to get the dough. I'm trying to get the W first, but you know, I'm trying to give me old 25 and 10, 25 and 12. <laughs> That's yeah. his normal usual. His normal usual normal night usual. on the easy twenty-five and ten. <laughs> on a big night, Debo's going for thirty-five and ten. Thirty-five yes, and twelve. Yes, thirty-five and fourteen. You know, quick Man. layups, quick hooks, jumpers. <laughs> give you a little bit of everything out the you know out the bag. Hey. A lot of fries at the bottom right there. So he uh hey. he's going he's gonna give you your money's worth. You come see him playing a big hey. night. One day, one thing about it, GG. He know, man. You know, we had plenty of battles, plenty. You know. TVs, bright lights, you know, big stage, you know what I mean? And I love every moment of it. Yeah, for sure. Indeed. Definitely got to a couple times. Yeah, for sure. No, got to get to some of those, got to get to some of those battles that you guys had for sure. Uh, but one, you know, for those who maybe who don't know, want to get you know started from where you started your career, actually. Uh, McDonald's All-American game uh, rosters were actually named uh, today. Uh, can you take us back to your childhood there in Indiana, and uh, what it meant to you growing up there and, and how it eventually Man. got you to the McDonald's All-American game. Do you remember that day oh, when you yeah. out? What was oh, special yeah. about oh. it? Man, it was just, you know, just being a McDonald's All-American and being that game and hearing the hype and all the great players that played in the game and, um, you know, went on after the game to be great. So just being able to be in that category with them guys. Not only that, you know, we won the game and I was the MVP. You know, I was the MVP yeah. in the McDonald's game, so nice, you know, I went nice, down. Yeah. I went down there and showed out. You know what I'm saying? So it was good, man. It was a great experience. It was my first time my mother ever been on a plane. It was it was in Boston that year. The year I went, okay. and um, so it was a great experience. And um, man, I hope you know my kids get to experience that one day. Word, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I've been to one myself, and um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Ours is Indiana though, South Bend, Indiana. So I don't know if it was as fun uh, as being in Boston. 
But uh, yeah, my neck was yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I know it was. I know it was cold in South Bend for sure. Oh, for <laughs> sure. And everything. Exactly. <laughs> um, were you committed at that point? Were you committed at that point before you went to um, McDonald's game? Yes, I was committed. I had um, already committed to Michigan State. So okay. yeah, me and Mark, me and Marcus Taylor, um, okay. that year played in the game, and we was going to Michigan State. Yeah, I wouldn't have made the game if I weren't committed to Carolina at that point. So yes, I was committed. <laughs> I committed later. Carolina, you know, Carolina guy. Yeah, definitely helped me get in the game. Um, but what was like your process of, of getting recruited by Izzo? What was your first, the first time you met him, and what was your impression of him when when he first uh, recruited you? Man, it was great. You know, me and Coach Izzo and his staff. You know, mm-hmm. you know what stuck up to stuck out to me is man, they was everywhere I was at every AAU tournament, every high school game. You see Michigan State in the crowds, and man, that, was, that, that meant something to me. And mm-hmm. that's what I picked my decision on. I was like, you know, who, who gonna show me the most love? Where can I prosper as a player? And um, I choose Michigan State. You know, I was there for a short period of time, and I, I learned a lot from Coach Izzo, and um, it helped me for the NBA. Yeah, we got uh, a lot got, of state guys on our team, right? H, we got a couple state guys. We got Jaron and yeah. X. We got a couple yeah, state guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Michigan State brothers, boy X. But, yeah. boy X. Yeah, this is good, man. He's underrated. I like him a lot, man. Man, just, so, so it's tough for him because the situation, opportunities, any other team, he's a, a a very good professional big and a very good backup man. big. He does all the little things man. you need him to do: contest shots, plays the win, plays the right way. Um, so he doesn't get enough credit. But when guys sit out, when Steve goes out, Steve goes out right now, so he'll get a chance to play. He shows and, and he picks up the slack. You know, we don't lose I, a beat out there. I love X, man. Like you said, I love this game and. You know, I love his motor. Like I always tell him, keep working. You know, time gonna come, but you got to put your time in. So when you get your call, you gotta be ready, and that's what he do. He works on the game, and he, he gonna he gonna get his chance, man, and gonna show some people. Okay. Uh, Danny Danny mentioned uh, that it, the fact that he went to North Carolina might have helped him get to the McDonald's All American game. I was actually talking to another Carolina guy today, Danny uh, John yeah. Henson, and he oh, said okay. two things, and I need to get your guys' thoughts on this. Okay. Oh uh, well, one he said his McDonald's All American game was in Miami. He said they ain't right. never going back to Miami again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Oh uh, yeah, nice. yeah. I let him tell the story as to why. And then number two, he said, and I don't know if you guys approached the McDonald's All American game like this. He said you cannot score zero points in the McDonald's All American game. Like oh, it's a sure bad not. omen no. if you go zero points. Yeah, right. I mean, now it's probably more of like an all star game, which it kind of was back then. But back then it was a it was a like the all star games back in the day, how it was competitive. Guys are trying yeah. to get to the at that. I was the last class that can get to the league. So everybody was trying to beat J.R. Smith, you know, at the guards. <laughs> We're trying to shoot from half court, show that we have range. <laughs> and get projected higher, you know, that type of deal. So we're trying to, you know, bust the other guy, the other team's ass, letting them know, like, I'm with, I'm the best guy in the country. It's all the top guys in the country we're trying to figure out who's the best of the best and see who can get a shot. After our game, they stopped doing straight from high school. But from, from before, me and before, everybody was trying to get an opportunity to go to the league, you know, from that game. So our approach was, you know, not only score zero, not score zero points, but you got to show out. You know, this is your opportunity to right. put yourself in the draft board. So. You know, that's how guys' mentality was. It was like, I- I'm trying to go in here and show the scouts that I'm, I'm capable, that I'm a pro, that I can be uh, an NBA player. So that was the mentality that I came in with. And, most, and mostly everybody around me for sure came in with. Z, if I go back and watch your highlights, is it what, what, what would I have said uh, about your game at that time? And then what did where did Coach Izzo take you from there? Um, just man, just maturity, just learn and get my body together and um, you know, understanding, you know, the you know, the difference between college and high school, you know what I mean? Cause it is a difference, you know what I mean, just with the practices and working out in the weight room, like things that I learned from him and he took my game to another level, like in the weight room and you know, working out and constantly, you know, in gym. We in the gym two or three times a day, you know, he had workouts planned for us in the morning. So and then afternoon, after practice. So just putting that work in. So you you were like kind of like Kenny Lofton Jr. Have you seen Kenny Lofton? So Man, were, you, were you a big Kenny, boy back God. then? You were a big boy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, so they like Kenny, you, need to, you need to yeah. slim down a little bit, but yeah. not too slim because we want you to still have your strength and your weight. So we have Kenny. He lost a lot of weight, but we still want him to be strong. But he's Man, still mobile. Kid. He's crafty. The left handed could pass. He could do a little bit of everything. Um, Man, he's got a lot like of the little things about being a professional, playing defense. You know those type types yeah. of things. 
But I think that's what most like we had Charles Barkley on, you know, he yeah. was like he is weight. His weight weight was the issue. He had to, you know, fluctuate. They thought that's I was right. good, but I really wasn't good until I started getting in shape. And I think that's a lot for most high school kids. They don't understand of the difference between not just the, the speed of the game, the strength of the game, the smarts right. of it, but also the, the conditioning your body needs to be in. So we'll play yeah. it on those, that level, you know. Yeah. Um, but it. I brought up Izzo in your go ahead, go ahead, Zebo. No, go ahead. I said, no, you got to have a conditioning, like you said, though. That's real important. And um, Kenny up, Kenny Loft, I call him, I call him Port Arthur Finest, you know. That's yeah, where yeah. he's from, Port Arthur, Texas. So For sure. he got a great upside, man. I like him. I, I brought up Izzo in your first impression because I had an amazing first impression of Coach Williams. He came in my house, you know, ate some food. We talked about basketball. He recruited me. And I feel like every impression of your coach is going to be like a nice, he's going to be, oh, he's a nice gentleman. Seems gen They're all genuine. They are. Until that first day where he cusses you out. You're like, is this the same guy that I invited to my house to eat my food? What the, f you know, this is a nice guy that met my parents and now he's cussing me the hell out. What was the first time that he kind of cussed you out? Like how intense was he? Um, do you have any good stories of him, of your first impressions of, whoa, you know, I'm here now. I'm in college. I'm in, I'm in the, in the game. Like, in practice, you know, in practice, okay. he gave it to he gave it to me. I'm like, damn, coach, like, you know, because like you said, this this is a guy who came to my neighborhood, you know, sit at the, the, the table with my mother, you know, and me and my my brother and sister, and and just seeing that. And back then, he was real fiery. Now he done calmed down. I messed with him. Yeah. Now. I said, coach, you, I said, coach, you don't be on the ass like you used to be on my ass. Uh, you know, you know, you know, relax. Uh, you know, you know, got softened up a little bit. But no, um, man, he's great though. But like you said, he. That time in practice, he grabbed me by my my jersey. You know, back then, you could grab the players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coach, Coach Izzo did a lot of grabbing. Yeah, he, he back. He can't do much now, but back then, Coach did a lot of grabbing. He grabbed me a lot, so. For sure. I mean, yeah. every, they all get softer as they get older, man. It's just human nature. But also, the world's a lot softer. They can't they can't beat up on kids like they used to. Now, right. coaches are getting in trouble for making them do extra push-ups or extra sprints. It's crazy. But back in the day, that's how it built character. You know, it made you more mentally that's tough. Right. Physically right. tough, you know. Coach Williams might kick a basketball or toss a garbage can or something to scare the hell out of you. And you're like, damn, I gotta get my ass in gear. But this was you were able to have thick enough skin or build that skin to be able to be criticized and be able to keep playing basketball the right way, you know. You know, they used to keep us in practice. You know, Coach Lionel Hollins used to keep us in practice late. Like you, you know, you couldn't do that. Like, you mm -hmm. know, um, back then you could keep a player in practice late, you know what I'm saying? As but long now, as you wanted you, to. Now they, they have hour restriction in. <laughs> And we used to practice, go clock. eat lunch, come back. You practice come it again. Back. It was like, damn, we were here four or five hours. Yeah. Now they have a time limit. We're getting in trouble. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Can't do it. Yeah. Do you do you remember the moment you told Coach Izzo, "I'm going pro"? Yeah. You know, it was when I see for me, me and Jason Richardson was his first players to leave underclassmen to leave or score early, so it was something new to him. You know. And, you know, and, and for the program, because they wasn't used to guys, you know, they weren't used to guys leaving. And, you know, um, I left. That was my plan because I was going to come out of high school. You know, I was going to come out of high school after winning the McDonald's game. But my mother told me she wanted me to go to school for a year. So you, I, were, his you, first, know, you were his first one and done, correct? Yeah. And, okay. um, he, he, you know, he wasn't, he, he wasn't used to it. And, you know, I told him, you know, Coach understood, you know, he understood where I come from. You know, I had to take care of my mother, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, my family. So just doing that and um, taking that extra step to uh, live my childhood dream, coach was with it, you know. But at first, you know, he's just like, get you, you know, go out there and see where you're going to be ranked at, talk to a couple people and decide what you was going to do. And I told coach straight up, I'm gone, coach. I know what I'm going to do, you know what I mean? I ain't going to even play with, you know, be yeah. real with you. So that's what I told him and respect. I, I love coach and, you know, we uh, our relationship is family and my family, so everything oh. all good. Of course, every, I've, always after you leave, it's always better when you leave. They always they, that's right. They still love you when you're there, <laughs> but they can't cuss you out as much, especially if you you you're thriving when you leave. Oh, the organization make the make the organization look good. You know, that's how it is. But your know, coach is a lot easier right. to deal with when you're you're not playing for them. Um, but speak about and I didn't know this, but speak about growing up in Indiana and how big the reputation of producing Hooper it has. Because I didn't realize I was talking to Scooney Penn the other day, and he was like. Indiana by far produces the most pros or the best brand of basketball, especially back in the day. Talk to us about how it was growing up, you know, as a hooper trying to, and how much, how many hoopers around you, how in the state of Indiana was producing so many hoopers um, from back in the day till now. 
Well, you know, I talk a lot of shit, Larry. Everybody know Indiana's a hotbed of basketball. You know, I t- yeah. I've been telling all the guys that in the Grizzly locker room, Portland, for years since I've been in the league, you know, when I was in the mm-hmm. league. But, uh, man, just everybody, we got a every, there's a court on every house, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. We got courts on the, on the garage, you know, from the country. So, you know, we got, uh, it's a court everywhere. And it's mm-hmm. and, um, just, you know, it's hotbed, man. You know, Indiana yeah. got them hoopers, man. And, um, you know, Larry Bird, the big old man, and you know we standing yeah. up there with them guys. You know what I'm saying? I know California guys, they it's just California, just bigger. You know that's what I tell yeah. you. Know? But, uh, <laughs> but nah, man. I had we, a, um, we had the argument that in the Northeast or in the colder cities that they produce more or better basketball players because we're forced to stay inside more. Um, I, I didn't think of that until said I was talking to school yeah. the other day, and he was like. You know, there's courts everywhere, and the guys have to play indoor sports. You're a little more likely to play indoor sports in the Northeast or where it's colder. Um, in the South, you know, they play in other sports. They go in other places. They, they're doing other things. They're outside. Yeah. We ain't have that, that opportunity to do all that. We're doing all the indoor yeah. stuff. So the outdoor sports was not ever our thing, even though we would play outdoor in the summertime. But right. I didn't recognize that. I realized that. And then also I didn't realize how many people came from Indiana. But we have two Indiana boys on in our team, you know, Desmond Bain, right. Laravia. You know, we have a couple yeah. guys that – you know, from those roots. So um, yeah. they have some talent there, man. And I didn't, so I didn't realize yeah. it until I started looking at the history of the game. Yeah, yeah man. Desmond Bain, Indiana boy, man. Yep. Yeah, seven, boy, good. Seven, six, seven, six, five is area code. We got the same area code. <laughs> there you yeah. go. It's, it's, town like, it's town like 30 minutes from mine. Like that close. Okay. So, yeah. Man. I want to I want to talk. I want to get your thoughts on the current Grizzlies right now. But before we get to that, you mentioned, uh, Zach, that uh, you, you used to tell the Blazers, uh, that Indiana was a hot hotbed for hoops. I wonder, uh, what was the most memorable moment of being a 19, uh, 18-year-old uh, with Scottie Pippen, Steve Kerr, Shea Wallace, P.J. Brown? What was that like going to the Blazers at such a young age? Man, it was, I was like, wow. Like, you know, I can't believe I'm next to Steve Kerr and Scottie Pippen we know on the court, Rasheed Wallace, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, 19-year-old kid, you know what I mean? You know, I never left my neighborhood. I went to Mi- Mi- Michigan State, and that's like three hours. You know, I was at home every other weekend. We all had a game off. The coach game was off, but going all the way out to Portland, i never been that far away from home. So, you know, um, just being around them guys was like, oh, and, and I soaked it in. You know, I learned everything, and you know, like, like, a, like a soldier, like, you know, like what you need me to do, like mm-hmm. soaking it in and trying to learn, you know what I mean? Until still the things, you know, I do today, you know, I always, you know, put that, you know, learn and look and listen. So I feel like it's a, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse being the rookie of Rasheed Wallace, where, you oh, know, he probably sees a great dude, take good care of you, but your introduction to the league is like, wow, this is the NBA and this is, this is what he, you know. This is how he operates, and this is how yeah. he, you know, like he's a rough around the edges, chippy, chip on the shoulder yeah, type yeah. of guy. Gonna cuss you out, be in your face, and he's probably working you every practice. Y'all used to practice back then. We didn't, you know. Now we don't practice, practice. Much now, but we used to practice yeah. every day. Him going practice, at you, right. you know, him and Scotty going at you. I'm sure you learned a lot of, of you know just being around him and playing against him every day, and also how to be. That's probably where you got your grit and grind. Yeah. So. Talk to yeah. us about those days and the battles with Sheet. Man, 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 back in the days, battling with Sheet every day of practice. See, I didn't play. My first couple years, I didn't play. And um, mm-hmm. with my practices, that was my play. You know, yeah. that's why I tell the players, you get better in practice. You know, when you out there practicing, go hard because you get better. But we had, back then, we our second team was almost better than the first team. So we yeah. were at it, guys about to fight, cussing you out, you know. So, man, just – just how to beat, how to battle. I learned how to be, you know, pers- perseverance and battle and, and don't give up, you know, with them guys. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Is there Scotty, a- Go ahead. Go ahead, Danny. Go ahead, Danny. I was going to go to the Scotty. Uh, like, oh, yeah before, we, yeah, before we get there, do you have, mm-hmm. was there, a, was there a day of practice after a game? Was there a team beating when you <laughs> thought, Man, these guys are trying to bully me. I'm gonna bully them back. Like, what? There was yeah. there a day when some? Was there a day when something? Where you had to put your flipped? foot down. Where you had to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, a lot of times. Yeah, I like off top when I first one of the players. You know, he was like a bully. He, he stole my luggage. You remember back then they get the team. They still do it, but they gave you the team. They gave us big luggages back then, like real big luggages. And um, I came and uh, 
my luggage was gone. And one of the players was like, oh man, that's my luggage. I said, man, where I'm from, bro, we don't, I ain't, I motherfucker ain't never took nothing from me. So <laughs> like, I straightened it out right then and there. Like, man, don't let that happen again. You know what <laughs> I mean? Day but, one. Not just, uh, <laughs> but no, just, uh, you know, been in the league, man, I learned so much and, you know, went through a lot too. So, you know what I mean? It was the good and the bad, but I tell you what, the, the good way, the bad, uh, way, the bad way over, you know? So yeah. it's a blessing, man. For sure. Did you get a chance to watch the the, the last dance? Of course, Michael Jordan's doc on, on Netflix, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. um, and you got a chance to play with Scotty. So we just want to know your thoughts on, on how the last dance portrayed Scotty. Do you think that it was, he was unfairly portrayed or, you know, how they yeah. perceived him? Uh, give us your thoughts on that. And when, when I can speak from, you know, my time being with Scotty and still to our relationship to this day. For me, Scotty always been a leader. I came in, mm -hmm. when I came in Portland, he, Andres Wing, he was working out. Scotty being the first one in the gym working out. I had to meet him there my rookie year. He, whatever, 9.30, we in there, uh, Zebo, meet me in the gym every morning. So just learning that type of stuff to be a professional, he taught me that. And um, he was great with me, man. And, you know, I you know I don't know his relationship with, you know, the team or with MJ, but uh, for me, he was great. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. You know, it is interesting. You watch a documentary and then you kind of get a one sided view of how uh, of how things are perceived. And obviously there was a lot of commentary about Michael, even after that, even how he decided to portray himself or portray his teammates. I do wonder if we went back and did a documentary on what many people were terming or some people were terming as the jailblazers. What would you what would you say? To that, or how would you try to portray that period of Portland Trailblazers basketball? Because what you what you might portray yeah. might be totally different from what the average person might have seen or read yeah. on social media. I mean, Jailblazers, it was just like you know, she had I think she had went to jail. I mean, she <laughs> Damon went to jail or some shit yeah, like that. Uh, a couple guys went to jail, and you got to understand, Portland is it's nothing out there. It rains every day, and you know we're the only. <laughs> Thing, the only big thing there, you know, now that they have a port, they have a, um, a, a professional soccer team now, so they got a lot of stuff they're doing in the city now. But when I was, when we was there, it was just us. It wasn't none of that. So everything just focused on us. So they just Magnified. ran with it, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So they, they took that, they blew that Joe Blazer shit out of proportion, way out of proportion. Did you ever, like, how would you, like, did you ever want to confront? Some media person who was ever like, you know, like saying it like, I don't know who might have been back in the day, but did you ever want yeah. to be like, hey, man, y'all uh, took this too far? Man, the guys wouldn't talk to him. The older guys, she, mm -hmm. I remember sometimes Scotty wouldn't even want to talk to him. Like, Bonzi Wales, like, they didn't talk to the media. It was one year where she got fined a lot of freaking money, but he didn't give a damn. He just mm -hmm. said, nope. I ain't answering the questions like that one year. So he got fine. So I'm seeing that, like, you yeah. know, the media was, the media was not fair, in, you know, in Portland at all. You know, it's different now, but, mm -hmm. you know, back then when they, the jailblazers, it was, it was definitely different. Yeah. Mind you said it was not as many outlets, not as many platforms mm -hmm. for the players. Um, yeah. So it was a different type of era, a different type of world back then. Um, let's move on to your time in Memphis. In 2009, yeah. you were, you know, traded basically virtually pretty much for nothing. And right. you were on the, the verge, I guess, of the league kind of giving up on you. Um, how was it? How did it feel when you were traded on that point? And how much pressure did you put on yourself to perform well in Memphis to kind of reinvent yourself? Man, I just, you know, one thing about me, I always had that confidence in myself no matter where I was at or where, when I was on the court with that I could, you know, make an impact on the game. You know what I mean? And um, and that's, that's, that was all my, my concept. So coming to Memphis, it was just like when I left the Clippers, you know what I mean? They just trade because I had a good year before, you know, Blake was the number one pick. So Coach Don be like, you know, we got the number one, you know, you got to make room. So I understood. But, man, it was God. It was, it was, it was God coming there, man. The fit, the city and me, the, the fit and our first year, we won, like, I think, what, 10, 12 games that we did last year. And each year just kept building, man. And, you know, we got the playoffs. And, and, you know, just so just the things, the events, the way it happened in Memphis, man, and the support. It's nothing, it's, it's nothing like, for me, you know, it's nothing like it, in nowhere else. 
Yeah, that grit and grind definitely fits your style. Um, yeah. Do Do you think the NBA needs more of that back in the league? Are there more of that mentality and that style of play back? You know, when I when they ask me that, DJ, I get that question asked. I tell them, mm-hmm. time it's like a revolving clock. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna come full circle. You know, you're gonna mm-hmm. the big's gonna come back. You're gonna it's gonna mm-hmm. be some youngsters come up. You're gonna have four shacks in the draft. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, dominant. So it's just it's just a revolving clock to me. I think everything comes back around. Yeah, we all yeah. have Joel, we have Jokic, Joel Embiid, uh, but it seems like I said there's very few of them. And I, yeah, I don't. I, said, I love the style of play now because I like to shoot threes and run and play defense as well. But yeah. I like the mix of it. You know, I like to see yeah. some guys, the fundamentals, back to the basket game, some Hakeem Olajuwon moves, some Shaquille O'Neal moves, some Zebo moves. Um, and that just, you know, shows that you don't have to – everybody doesn't have to be a guard. You know, everybody has to have a handle, shoot step backs. You can shoot a bank shot and be Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? You could right. learn a hook shot and learn the fundamentals of the game and still be able to play defense in the pick and roll and guard guard. So. Yeah. I think, yeah, some of the game is missing part of that. But, you know, right now, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And people love to see offense. They just love high-scoring games. So, um, and I, but love, yeah. I love I love where the game is at. You know, I love – you know, like you said, I love where the game is at and the young players. But, you know, like you said, you play one of the best power forwards in the game. And Tim, you know, one of the best yeah. players. And, and one of the best players in the league ever. So, you know, just seeing how dumb he was and the bank mm-hmm. shot and, the, you know, the runner and all that to mm-hmm. shoot it. So, it's just like – you know, now these got bigs don't even want to go in the yeah. paint. You know, the coaches yeah. like don't even post up. I'm like, damn, yeah. don't post up. A, That's foreign. Type That's of, foreign yeah. to my ears. Don't post yeah. up. Yeah. Man, get your ass on that block. Start <laughs> them shooting all them damn jumpers. You hit for sure. two out. You shoot ten jumpers and hit two. Man, get your ass in the paint. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Zach. The big guys. <laughs> Zach, so it makes it makes me think. It makes me think going back to your Memphis days. If you had one game to go back to, what would it be? Would it be a game that you won, a game that you wish you would have won? If, if man, I put you back you in FedEx form, what do you need? Man, the game I, I mushed Steven Adams in his face. If I could take <laughs> that game back, that's the game I would take back. Yeah, I never did that. I mm. wish I would never did that because they suspended okay. me the next game. That was our year. We, we had a good shot, uh, man. And they, the NBA was wrong for that. All I did was just mush you, man. Come on, man. These guys <laughs> do that. These guys doing way worse now. <laughs> yeah, back in the yeah, back then, it was, it was some stuff. <laughs> yeah. You were able to do some of those, those type of things. They started making examples yeah. out of people and changing it That's during right. that time. That's right. And Steve O's a good, great guy, too. You know, y'all yeah, cool and everything. Yes, uh, and guy. he just knows how to get under people's skin when he's playing. But, yeah, you know, he, he's doing his job. He got you there frustrated, you go. got on your skin. And, you like, know, Damn, I can't believe I went for that. I was like, man. <laughs> All right, so, so that's bad. so that's that's the moment you want back. All right, going back to your time now, is there one player, going back to your time, like, oh, I want to – I want to give him 25 and 20 so bad. One more time. Good time's sake. And was that person Blake Griffin? <laughs> yeah. Blake, <laughs> Blake on the list for sure. Blake, DeMarcus, Marcus Aldridge, all them guys, man, you know, came up battling in my era, man. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to give it to all them guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't sugarcoat nothing. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. The young I mean, punks I'm, that came up yeah, trying to, you know, trying yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Trying no, to show yeah. you that you ain't still got yeah. it no more. They're like, no, yeah. I still got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> what? You, you know, it's funny. Like, Danny and I, like, obviously, Danny was on the Sixers last year, and I told him how much of a fan I was of Joel Embiid. Not just because he's, like, he, he likes to dominate other dudes, but he dominates it with, like, he has a skill, obviously, but he also likes to, you know, show off his skill while finishing in the paint and things of that nature. So I, I did. I do wonder what was going through your head as it pertains to Blake Griffin. Like you got all the post moves, you got all the touch. You obviously worked on your craft, and Blake obviously is, he has his own other type of skill. But it was right. a lot of athleticism. What right. you know for somebody like you who worked on your craft and it wasn't like God given forty five inch vertical. What did that fuel any of the the the, the, oh. the, the energy you gave him? No, nah, not really. You know what I mean? Because my game being, you know, I always been the same. My game been the same, really. So I always played with guys jumping out the gym, guys to run fast, shoot. So it was, you know, that shit don't matter. So just just going at them and just uh, 
you know, just, just being that person, being that confident person, you know, in my game. You know, if, if I ain't dunking every ball, but I know I'm going to put you in a basket. I'm going to get an offensive rebound. I'm going to get in your chest. If you ain't got no heart, you're going to curl. So it's like it's a lot yeah. of things that, you know, came with that too, you know. You know what I mean? You got some of the strongest guys. You got some of the guys, strongest guys that be in the weight room. But when they get mm-hmm. on the court, they chest soft as hell. You, <laughs> they moving yeah. everywhere, you know, at yeah. night. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. did, did you ever, like, check dude? Like, did you ever, like, just check a dude real early on just to see where his heart was at? Like, how did you how oh, did you gauge on, who man. was there? <laughs> and I, I really, you know, honestly, uh, Harrison, I really never – play like that because I didn't you know guys you know I had a respect I treated guys with respect so I wasn't no talking guy I'm talking my game you know what I mean mm-hmm. if you do talk I talk but I really never was no type of guy like that I just let but he's gonna talk. test you he's gonna test you with his game yeah. he's gonna see where you're at oh, yeah. he's gonna go right at yeah. you and see how you yeah, respond right that's, his, that's his check yeah. you know that's his, yeah. that's his tester that's right. right there see where your temperature's at yeah. you know is this guy soft is he is he gonna battle is he compete or is he gonna fold and that's right. He's coming straight at you. That's Debo, man, for sure. And you can tell, and Danny, uh, he, he, he can, he, you can tell what type of player they are at the beginning of the game. You know, you, you playing mm-hmm. against them, you guarding them, you know, you guy you start, you can tell, you know, I can read, I can, sister, I can sister fear if they scared or they don't like mm-hmm. the contact or you get in their yeah. face, they, you yeah. know, so it's a lot of come with it. For sure. What, Wednesday night hits, Grizzlies, Grizzlies Warriors, what are you doing? How are you? How are you watching the game? Are you screaming at the TV? Are you screaming at Jaron, your your former Michigan State guy? Like, okay. how? Are you, what's the? Take me through a, a game day experience with Zebo. Man, my game, my TV is set up for the Grizzlies games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I watch, you know, I watch the Kings down with De'Aaron. We, I got, you know, my young guys on the Kings too. I watch, but man, I'm always in the TV. I'm always yelling. I always chair <laughs> X. At the game, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, and I love the game. I love watching them young guys play, and you know, their upside so great. So I'm always at the TV cussing, man. Get your ass in the paint, Jaren. Put put him out there. Get the ball to him. Throw it to him. So you know, I'm just a fan of the game, man. I'm a fan of the Grizzlies. You know what I mean? You know, that's my team. Always going to be home for me, and you already know. Yeah, um, H. Do you want to discuss the Draymond situation and the matchup of what his thoughts on Draymond's? Uh, uh, no, nah, I, th- I mean, th- I mean, th- I mean, th- I mean, Jay Mom is right. It's not really a rap. It's not a. It's not a rivalry yet, right, Zach? Like, no, it's, it's, not, it's not. It's it's not a rivalry yet. But I tell you what, it will be soon. It will mm-hmm. be soon. Yeah. It will be soon because I'm, I'm and them guys. You know, they're not no champions, but man, they gotta. You know, they got a champ. They got somebody can lead them to one. And and Jai, yeah. you know, I'm doing around that young guy. So um, I like the way. You know the organization is heading. You know what I'm saying, but you, you know, they go to state, man. You know, Drake, they, 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 they a dynasty. You know, you gotta give them that, and, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, take your hats off to that. You know what I mean? So, you know, and shit, Danny, you got you a couple too. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, look, I'm, that's why I'm here. I'm here to help. You know, help is on the way. I'm yeah. here to hopefully get those guys over the hump and, and get that maturity. Yeah. So when we do match up with Golden State, you know, we can. So they have a great foundation. Um, they have all the pieces they need. You know, you just gotta get them mature. And, and you know, be locked in for you know longer periods of time of the game to where they can be champions and learn what it takes to be that. Because we have all the tools, we have all the pieces. But I said they they're not champions yet, but I do believe they will be at some That's point. Right. They can be running the league, and I've said this multiple times. They're gonna be running the league in a couple of years for sure. Zach, well, I got I got one more, and I'll let Danny ask any others that he okay. might have. All right, so uh, I again, you were one of my favorite players to watch because you brought energy to the game you played like I wish I could have played in like my backyard or at the, at the park. You know what I'm saying? Just like hoop and let's worry about everything else later, you know, be physical. Yeah. I loved it. You get five, you're coaching the squad. You're the, the matter of fact, you're the coach and general, actually you're the general manager, pick one head coach and five guys that fit your brand of basketball that are hooping right now. Z bowls starting five. And the coaches is currently coaching now? Yeah, yeah. Or it don't matter, okay. Actually, it don't matter. It don't matter. Bring back anybody who you want. Uh, uh, I like Pop. Okay. Like, yeah. I like Pop. I think Pop mm-hmm. the coach. Kevin mm-hmm. Garnett. GP. Oh, Shaq. no, you got you got to go present day. 
You got to go present day. Yeah, yeah. That who's gonna? Yeah, who you by the way? Present day players. Present day players. Yeah, present day. Listen, the league is some old, so we only got a couple left. D. Yeah, players. The new generation. I got to think now. but um, definitely Ja. Definitely Ja. Um. Man, I need a, I need some dogs. Yeah. See, I'm like, man, I need some dogs. Yeah, I know. That's why I had to ask you because I'm like, where the dog? Where the dog? I know Zebo got to pick out well, the dogs. At, at the center position, I think the only person probably to fit you is Joel, Joel, maybe. Joel, yeah. Joel, Joel, Joel be my center. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta have Bron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Be on there. Trying oh, to think. Man. Four, four, five. Some, Damn, yeah, uh, Are you not? You're not. You're not going to say Draymond. I feel like I, I like Draymond. Draymond got to be in there too. Draymond. Okay. Draymond got to be in there. Draymond got to be in there, and I, I get it third. Probably Kawhi. Yeah. Oh Kawhi. yeah. Yeah. Kawhi. Yeah. You know, those I, those I, those I, guys I, are dogs. I, I pers- yeah, I personally, you know. Experience, (laughs) yeah. And then, you know, guys, and you know, we run and Joel. So, yeah. And Draymond, you can't move. Draymond looked little, but you can't move him. You know, you watch the big guys, they can't move. You got a good base, man. He got a good base. He got power.